Welcome, everybody, to the show. Thank you all who have been watching and listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere you can listen to a podcast, and also tuning in to the YouTube channel and subscribing. Tonight, we're talking about... And with us, we've got Doc Chris. This is the way. Yeah, and I'm your host, back in the Funky Studio. Guys, oh, man. Everyone out there who's, who's seen this thing, what... An incredible time to be a Star Wars fan, Chris, because, I mean, this show is, one, a conundrum, and two, we, we just, we're just we just getting the best Star Wars that have ever Star Wars did into Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. It's insane. So this episode it gives us Luke. It gives us Luke again. Holy crap. And even better, it gives us the work of Shamook, the YouTuber who's used to doing deep fakes better than these multi-million dollar companies <laughs> in which the multi-million dollar company Lucasfilm or Disney hired this uh, YouTuber by the name of Shamook uh, because of his rendition of Luke Skywalker in the season finale of The Mandalorian. I mean, he did such a great job doing the deep fake of Luke. They're like, we got to hire. I mean, we're, we're doing some more stuff with Luke. We got to hire so him. so much better. And in this episode, man, it, it, it just makes you tear up because it's just like, this is what we want in Star Wars. This just like a night, like we don't need just blasters going all the time. We don't need explosions from clones and lightsabers. It'll be nice, but just this nice story. We got Mando in the last episode saying, uh, okay, before I help Boba Fett, I need to go see someone. And that someone was Grogu. And in doing so, we see uh, this planet, which uh, not really sure which planet it is, but uh, we see a uh, uh, an academy being built by these interesting looking uh, little spider droids putting rocks together. And, and I love, like I love, ants. yeah, yeah. And, and, I, <laughs> and I love how man is just like, okay, I need to see Grogu. Like, what, what's going on? And they start building him a bench. He's like, is that a bench? Do you want me to sit? How <laughs> that was great. They start building him a bench. And he starts sitting there and chilling there. But man, Chris, what was what was your reaction? Action to, to seeing Luke and Grogu in this. Like, go into it. Uh, dude, screw Luke and Grogu. They gave me R2-D2, dude. Uh. <laughs> it lands on there. I see the beeping. He's the, the best freaking character in Star Wars. Mm. And then he just, like, walks him over and is like, yeah, I'm not dealing with you. And he just shuts down. And I was like, that is awesome. That's the most R2-D2 move ever. He's just like, peace him out. <laughs> um, Yeah, man, it's cool. I'm still, like... I'm going to go ahead and start just thinking of Bo this Boba Fett show is really just like Mando season 2.5. Yeah. Is really what it is. It's not, it's, it's like, I have no idea what's going to happen this last episode because they've invested two episodes of only seven on what's happening with Mando. Um, it was cool seeing the Luke stuff. It's, I mean, a lot of us, one of the big complaints that we had about, um, you know, the um the last Jedi was they keep talking about this school that Luke built and, and had this Jedi Academy, but then we never got to really see any of it. And here we're like seeing the beginning. He's starting it off. And that's that's kind of cool. We're we're seeing some of those lessons. Um Grogu's his first student. And it was pretty yeah, it was pretty cool. I thought they handled it really well, and I'm glad we saw it. But again, what the hell is this doing in the middle of a show that's supposed to be about Boba Fett? <laughs> For real, though, that's that's really the head-scratcher because you think to yourself, okay, this is the, the book of Boba Fett. And even like Tamara Morrison, who plays Boba, um, he, he says in interviews uh, when people try to bring up other things like, oh, is there going to be like a Luke uh, Skywalker event like we had in The Mandalorian? Like, what? Who's that guy? This is the book of Boba. This is this is the show. This is This is my show. 
And uh, it's odd to see that interview and then go into this where they're showing us mostly Mando and Luke and all these other things. I mean, could they not think of a story where it's all about Boba Fett? It's it's such a strange car. I mean, I love what we're getting. Absolutely love what we're getting with the Mandalorian himself, uh, uh, Din Djarin. We're going to see Luke again. We're going to see Grogu. We're going to see R2. <laughs> you know, Ahsoka. We've been talking about Ahsoka. Oh yet. man, like see, 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 seeing her there, I was just like, okay, we're we're getting in here. And especially you see that this episode was directed by Dave Filoni. You're like, oh, okay, dude. He's just dude, that <laughs> ruined the surprise of Ahsoka for me because I saw someone just said it, it posted uh, the the thing that said directed by Dave Filoni. That is all, and I was like, well, you already Ahsoka's knew. showing up. You're... Like Ahsoka's <laughs> you showing up. Because that's what Dave Filoni does. He's like, my characters, come here. <laughs> we'll talk about another character uh, that he also brought in uh, later on. But oh man, just yeah. us being on this planet, man, with with Luke and seeing him train Goku, Goku, Goku. It's it's incredible, especially seeing how the YouTuber Shamok is. You can see his work, the the deep fake of Mark Hamill this time. Just blew my mind, man. Just <laughs> I was like, holy crap, that looks so good. <laughs> it looks so damn good. Holy crap. I mean, especially that you see, like, even, you know, uh, the Uncanny Valley, whenever we look at, like, you know, uh, CG characters that look like us, humans can tell through our eyes, like, how things look fake. I mean, even looking through the Uncanny Valley, it, it, it still looked like a realistic person. It, it, I was like, damn, this technology is getting better and better. And having him sit there and train Grogu, right? Like he got when Grogu's trying to like get the frog to eat it, hops off, and Luke's like, "Listen, if you pay attention, he'll look at all these frogs. <laughs> this is what you can really do, boy. <laughs> pay attention, <laughs> right?" He's sitting there like Chris, like, "Boy, come on, boy, pay attention." <laughs> that was awesome. It, I was like, I, I made the joke because he did, did that, and, and he pulled the one frog over, and we're sitting there on the couch. And I said to my wife, "I said, watch, he's gonna pull a hundred frogs out." <laughs> and my wife was like, "Oh, that would be funny," and then he actually does it. Well, what do you think about uh, – and this is interesting too. I, I wonder if I'm looking too into this because uh, Luke tells uh, uh, Ahsoka, you know, like he's um, he's not really into it. You know, he's uh, – and he's talking about Grogu's training, right? Like mm-hmm. how he kind of has to pay extra attention. I mean, obviously he has some tie to Mando, but is it just is it just Mando? Is there something underlying it? And Because when, when Luke's talking to Ahsoka, he's like, yeah, he's – not really into it. I'm trying here, but uh, what, what's going on? So, what do you think is going on with Grogu? Oh, he's 100% gonna leave and go with Mando. Like, absolutely, is what's gonna happen. And I think part of that is like we saw that happen with Ahsoka. Ahsoka realized that you know what, the Jedi Order. I don't want. I don't want to have to be restricted by this. Like, this is not my jam. And she left. That's why she's not. She's not a Jedi, um, by choice. And that's kind of the fact that she's here kind of hammers that that home that Grogu is just not he's not into it. I mean, yeah, he's a kid, but also he's 50 years old and and Luke kind of unlocks his memory and he's seen what happens to what had happened to the other Jedi. Um, So, yeah, it's it's cool. It's fun watching him jump around. We know what Yoda could do. So it was fun watching Grogu pull some of the same (laughs) gymnastics out, man. It's kind of fun, dude. That was that was awesome seeing <laughs> seeing Luke train Grogu as a Jedi. It's like like him hopping around and flipping, and oh man, I I can't wait to see when he gets older because some people think that that Grogu is going to be the future of Star Wars. That we're seeing him in his formative years now, but 
they're going to play like the long game with him, right? Like eventually we're going to get maybe like some movie thing or some TV show and he's going to be like the new it thing. You know, they're, they're going to grow him up and stuff like that whenever, you know, we get to that point. But uh, <laughs> I like what Rutu said. The final episode is going to have Deep Freak Harrison Ford carrying a baby Kylo in the background, dodging blaster fire from the turf war. <laughs> That's a lot. Man. That's a lot. I like your imagination. That's a lot. I mean, hey, I, I mean, I don't think we can throw anything out because who would have thought in the book of Bubble Fett show we would have Luke Skywalker coming back. We'd have Mando coming back. We would have um, him seeing the armor and her talking about the Darksaber, the Darksaber yeah. being used as much. We're getting so much lore and so many things from this that it has nothing to do with Boba Fett. And it's so unfortunate, too. If I was a hardcore Boba Fett fan, I'd be like, yo, why are they doing my guy like this? They're making him soft. They're making him weak. And everything else in the show is better. Fennec Shand, I think, is a more well-rounded character. I care about yeah. her more. I want to I want to see her do do more stuff. You know, uh, even the, the mayor's assistant. <laughs> oh, he's just... <laughs> Dude. Dude, they need to change the name of the show from the book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett to just A Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just we have Mandal- the Mandalorian and a Mandalorian. And again, this is just to be Mandalorian season three. We just didn't pick up with Mando. The actual, you know, Mando we've known love for two seasons until, you know, halfway through this show. I don't know, man. Yeah, I wonder if they ran into the problem where, where, where like they essentially made uh you know Dinjar the Mandalorian the Boba Fett right because they're like well we don't really not really talking about Boba Fett using Boba Fett but we want a Mandalorian show because I mean that's what they really based it off of yeah, you know so I wonder if they ran into the problem where like wait we already have that character damn it but we have this Boba show now damn it what do we do uh I don't know I think it's something <laughs> Dave Filoni wrote himself into a corner yeah but oh man they, what 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 a powerful episode like seeing uh, Ahsoka you know talk about hey I know you want to see Grogu Mandel, but do you really want to? Is that really your choice? Is it really for him? Is it more for you? I mean, yeah. you have attachment. He's just like, yo, like our attachment within the Mandalorian religion and core is is a plus for us, you know. Like you Jedi, that's. I mean, he even says it to the armor that that, that that's an, that's the opposite of our creed. Like us staying together yeah. and having attachment is actually a good thing, you know. And it was cool to see that uh, that the best car armor that that the armorer made was actually like chainmail, like we were yeah, saying. Yeah, like we said, yeah, <laughs> mithril. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> best car mithril. No, it's pretty dope. Yeah. But oh man, see, see, seeing this 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 training world and uh, and see, seeing the construction, which kind of looks like where the, the temple in which Luke was training everybody, that the, the yeah. flashback we had from uh, the, the the last Jedi and everything like that. But I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen. To Grogu and Luke, I mean, is Grogu going to pick the armor over the lightsaber? Because it, like t- towards the, the end of the, the Luke and uh, Grogu stuff, he was like, "Hey, the Mando Dinjarin came by, and he was like, hey, here's some armor for you. It's a little chainmail thing, but yep. here's a lightsaber.'" <laughs> Tough. And Tough. it's and it's Yoda's lightsaber. What? How did yeah. Luke get that? Well, what? Because I mean, D- he knows where Dagobah is. Why not? Like, he knows. He knows where that hut is. He can just go whenever he wants. So he found out that Yoda had a lightsaber when he went rummaging through his ish. <laughs> so that's it's fine. It's fine. I thought it was cool. It was like, all right, cool. And again, that's that's Dave Filoni being like, hey, we established this thing, and but we didn't connect it to what originally came. Let's go ahead and bridge that gap right now. That's I, the beauty of Filoni, man. I thought the last time we saw Yoda's lightsaber was his fight with Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. And That's then, the last time. Yeah. In, uh, was, in Revenge of the Sith. 
And, and, and I saw uh, through research, there was uh, supposed to be a canon, con- well, not canon anymore because it's doing away, that uh, they originally had it where um, they were destroying all the remnants of the Jedi, and there was uh, a guy who was throwing them all into a furnace in which all the sabers were exploding. And then they even showed uh, on one of the pages in this comic, like Yoda's saber and throwing it in there. So. Looks like the uh, <laughs> retcon action. Yeah, but I find it interesting. You know, we have this overarching story of uh, of the um, what's it called of the Pikes. We have this overarching story of the Pikes. <laughs> Meanwhile, back with Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we have we have we have the Pikes, who are this gangster uh, mafioso cartel who are running spice. You know, your quintessential drugs through this planet, and pretty much like trying to own Tatooine. Be like, yo, Tatooine is ours. Um, and being like, yo, Boba Fett ain't it. He ain't shit. He ain't the guy. This is ours. Everything is ours, whatever. And we're rude to Star Wars. This spice must flow. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Chris, I-, I wonder if, I wonder if, if, long, long story short, if Grogu is going to pick his attachment with Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, and pick the Chamber armor that he made for him, and Luke takes him back, and then he sees that there is this war going on, and all, there's all this blaster fire going on, and all this crazy stuff. So Luke has to like step in and help out in order to save Mando. And kind I mean, of that could still that could still happen. I, just because Grogu doesn't want like at some point he's got to get Grogu back to Mando. So like already he's made he's got a Beskar chainmail that's ready to go for him. Uh, Din Djarin has a ship that has literally a little pod that uh, that Grogu can hang out inside. So, like, of course this is going to happen. 100%. However, is Luke going to show up the next episode and just wreck house? There's a good chance that's probably going to happen, too. I hope so. I mean, there's a lot of talk of the last episode being like like the end, the Avengers Endgame of this whole thing with everybody uh, uh, coming through. Because, I mean, like, Dave Filoni is just throwing a lot of his characters into live action, which is amazing and part of that we see mando uh getting recruited by uh fennec shan in the uh, other episode uh to mm-hmm. go help out boba so he goes to boba and he's like hey i'm with it uh boba and fennec shan's like hey we need some muscle okay and kind of help with that goes to see uh cop van yeah, yeah. <laughs> your whole gunslinger deputy himself and i love how he has uh the sheriff i love how he has a new deputy he's like hey you can't park there you got to park out in the dunes i don't think you heard me and then man just like i heard you <laughs> yeah that's what we need boba to be like to be like the hard guy right to be the hard bastard you know what i mean oh i heard you but i'm not looking for you i'm not talking to you <laughs> it's gonna stay right there <laughs> Kyle Van comes out. He's just no. like he's new. <laughs> Give him it's some fine. slack. It's fine. it's fine. Yeah, they have a conversation to talk about you know what's going on. And Kyle Van raises a good, like a good uh, argument. He's just like, what does what what do the Pikes have to do with us? Like we we fought our fight. We're peaceful out here. We're called Freedom Town now. We're Freedom Lazy Town now. Everything is nice. And uh, Mando's just like, yo, you don't think the Pikes are going to try to rule over all over Tatooine? You think you guys are really safe here? Come on, you know. And then Chris, then we then we get the scene where strangers starts rolling into town. Mando leaves off. He's like, "Yo, try to help yeah. me out." And you, you see a cloaked figure, right? And I love that a callback to, to Star Wars being, uh, you know, an homage and you know, kind of built and caked into this 
uh, thing of westerns and old samurai. Yep. So here we have a real western thing, you know, the lone stranger coming into the peaceful town, the man in with black. With the hat. With, with the hat. As soon as the hat came into view, I was like, oh shit. Yep. I know. I know he I gets know a bit closer. Is. You see that the heat's coming Ugh. off of, of the Caitlin Sand Dunes ground, and you're just like, no way. They're not going to do it. And you see Kyle Van kind of looking at him like, who, who is this guy? You know, and he tells everybody to, to go inside, right? Because obviously, this man just strolling through like that can't be good for business. Otherwise, you know, he'd be coming in with a different kind of walk. But Cobb knows, right? Yeah. Real recognizes real. And Cobb is a hard man himself. So he's like, everybody go inside just, just for safety. Guy walks up and he's just like, Cobb, man, with that grizzled, amazing voice. And he's just like, Andrew, who are you? We all know. We see the blue mouth. And Chris, who is it, man? Oh, my God. Fucking Cad Bane. Cad I was pumped. Bane. Dude, Cad Bane started off like so early in Clone Wars. Obviously, the earliest seasons are goofy as hell, and I was like, "Who is this friggin' guy that they made up with?" But like, wasn't on board with him at first. Um, but that that character is badass. He's awesome. He is like bounty hunters, a bounty hunter's bounty hunter man. He's the guy you call to pull off some crazy ish. Um, very, very excited to see him in live action. Incredibly well done. Looked amazing. They even used the same voice actor to bring him to life. And he destroys. And it is exactly what you want when you see Dave Filoni is by is at the helm of a live action show. This is what you want. You want to see the animated characters brought to life faithfully into live action. And awesome. uh, and and you ha- having watched uh, the the animated series uh, extensively, can, can you uh, uh, for people who have no idea who this guy was, he shows up. Can you give us a little bit of his background? Uh, honestly, they don't give you much. All you need to know is he's he's a force of of one. Like he is uh, hired by the empire or by I guess the republic at at, at first. Oh no, not by the, the republic. It would have been by the separatists, but whatever. He works for the the enemy. Um, but dude shows up and he's incredibly resourceful, incredibly smart, um, ridiculously good shot. Uh, he's kind of kind of like what you imagine Boba Fett is it, like is he absolutely destroys. He's been in all three seasons, uh, all three animated shows. So Clone Wars, Bad Batch and Rebels. Um, so he's been around for a while. He knows what he's doing. He's that lone wolf. Um he you just know he knows like you see it in this show like he just walks in clearly has control of the situation and bam takes no prisoners just absolutely no sympathy like he he's, awesome. he's such he's such a badass dude and and it's so crazy and like and his voice was was the voice actor yeah, same voice actor. Oh wow! Because I, I saw yeah. I saw some complaints. People were like, "Oh, his voice did sounds a bit off." I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the voice actor. No, Cor- yeah, Corey Burton. Is yeah, the, I, I, up. I thought the- it, I, I thought it sounded great, man. Like he he just sounds like I mean, not only because he's you know he's an alien, he looks different, he looks like a force mm-hmm. nature, but he sounds like a force of nature. You know, and, yeah, they and, got and, a weird voice effect on it, and they make it. They make it perfect. It's 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 so good. I love the conversation with him and, and Kyle Banth going back and forth. Where he's just like, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> he's just like, you know, telling him to uh, stick his nose out of uh, out of everything, and you know, uh, everything will will kind of be fine. And he's just like, you shouldn't have given up your armor. <laughs> 
and awesome. and then and then I love the line where he's just like you know uh, uh you know like but but like Boba Fett is a ruthless killer who worked for for the Empire you know and if you just you know stick your nose out of all of his stuff then everything will be fine and I love how Cobb Vanth is like is that friendly advice or a threat I was like yo that's a bad man line right there that's a bad yep. man. <laughs> yep. Yo, that's how you know you're a bad man. It's like, is that friendly advice or a threat? It's like, oh, okay. It's like, he said you feeling froggy than leap, son. <laughs> and I love how his deputy comes out and he's just kind of like feeling a little bit anxious. And Kyle Van's looking at him like, didn't I tell you not to go back? And didn't I tell you to go inside? If you don't give back, <laughs> He's all like, the sheriff's not for sale. And he's like, I've got it. Get it. Shut up. <laughs> I'm de-escalating right now. What are you doing? Yeah, and and, and it really heightened it. And I love I love the classic yeah. Western stare down. You know, the the, the mm. Lone Stranger coming in and Kyle Van. You know Kyle Van's gonna wreck shop because you know he's deadly with his blaster. I mean, he's he's known for being that kind of bounty hunter, that guy who's gonna like and it, exactly like you said, he you know that he's feared and wherever he's known. And even though Kyle Vant not knowing what he is, everyone else who's watching was just like, yo, that's Cat Bane. This guy yeah. is sick. Um, it, he was so well done. He, he was so Absolutely. incredibly well done, especially with the Dave Filoni at the helm. Like He works well. And in live action, I mean, guys, he was only animated. He was only yeah. animated. And for him to be in live action like this, he looked great. Costume, amazing. 10 out of 10. Yep. Absolutely yep. amazing. 10 out of 10. Sick. You're going to see so many more cosplayers <laughs> getting that together, especially when he's walking in town, looks like a real person. When the shots of art of his face looks looks like it looks great. It looks there. Um, spared no expense. The, the, the budget just going all out for, for this episode with, with the Luke uh, for face replacement and the body stuff and Grogu and, and, and uh, uh, what's his name? Damn, I'm old. Uh, Cad Bane coming in. It's... Uh, insane so we have uh yeah we have to stare down uh he kills uh Kyle Van. well he we don't know it looks like he shoots him in the arm if, it does look like he shoots him if in the you're arm. a nerd like me and you watch it again you slow it down it looks like he shoots him in the arm and he goes down deputy's dead though <laughs> deputy's yeah. deputy's gone deputy's gone and you know what's funny too if i i, I watched i watched this episode a couple of times no one even goes to see the deputies okay <laughs> Go over to combat. I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) nobody liked him. It was hilarious, man. But uh, man, I I wonder now what's going to. He has to join the fight now. Next episode, Cobb Vanth getting up, you know, getting shot in the arm. But he's just like, okay, this is serious because you know, uh, (laughs) you know, um, Cad Ben walking off saying, you know, Tatooine belongs to the Pikes. As long as the spice is flowing, everyone will be left alone. I was like, damn, that's a bad man. <laughs> what a threat. As long as the spice keeps flowing, everyone will be left alone. That is some gangster stuff. Holy crap. This is what we want to see. This is what we've been, this is the flavor we wanted. Holy crap. This is the gangster show. Not all that Boba Fett stuff. Oh my <laughs> God. But uh, so, Chris, what do you think? It's going to happen in the next episode. I mean, we, we have the choice. We end up with the choice of Grogu, which choosing the armor that Mando made for him or the lightsaber, which, which Luke says, mm-hmm. I can make you into a powerful Jedi. Uh, you know, you got to choose one or the other because, you know, uh, a lifetime for us is a little bit for, for you. You've got Cad Bane coming in talking about everybody chill out. Spice is going to run through here. Nobody move a muscle. Don't rise up against us. And then you got Boba getting everybody together to go up against a war against the Pikes and the mayor who's in their pocket. Next episode is the last one. What do you think's going down? Uh, I think a couple things. One of which, 
Pikes have all the money, right? They have a ridiculous amount of money. That's their jam. They're they're running the spice. They got stuff. I think the appearance of Cad Bane kind of tells us, hopefully, what is going to be coming next, which is hopefully a massive bounty hunter showdown where we're going to see lots of different bounty hunters that we know and love from the Star Wars universe descend on Tatooine and they're going to have to defend against them because like this, this is what seems to be setting up. This is what we've wanted all along. Boba Fett's a bounty hunter. He knows a lot of bounty hunters. Uh, like where are all the bounty hunters in this show? Nowhere. Well, here comes Cad Bane. This is going down. This is what's happening. That's what I hope is going to happen. Clearly, we need to see some Rancor riding. I'm pumped about it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, I, 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 Boba Fett definitely has to ride that Rancor <laughs> through. Yes. I mean, I, I think I said it in one of the other uh, past episodes, right? They, 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 they talk about, uh, you know, a Mandalorian, you know, uh, riding the, the Mythosaur and having the, the, the Darksaber and all that other stuff. Like, <laughs> that might be Mando, might not. But I think Boba himself is going to be riding the, the Rancor through the streets or riding him into battle because he, he talked about, I want to ride this thing. You know, and for us to uh, to get that, but um, yeah, uh, I think it'll culminate to like an Avengers Endgame type thing where you'll have like all these different hired guns from the Pikes. I mean, people talk about Bosk coming in. Uh, yeah, well, you guys Yep, some Dengar, other, IG88. Dengar, IG88. Yeah, we haven't seen some other all those guys, and if Bubble Fit's alive, some of them uh, are too. I mean, who thought we would actually see? rumored Cad Bane, and here he is working for the Pike, so they have the money to hire some good muscle, and Boba Fett's going to up against him. Hopefully, we see some some Black Chrysanthemum wrecking house. I mean, he was a gladiator. We didn't see him do too much. I mean, he sort of faced off against the Power Rangers, you know, like Beetleborgs, like, like, like Starbucks employees gang. <laughs> the Starbucks employees are wearing a cyberpunk cosplay gang. <laughs> That's who those kids are. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's going to be incredible. I, I I have no idea where this is going to go. Is this going to lead into the Mandalorian uh, uh, t- t- TV show for the next season? It seems like it's going to be because all the stuff we're getting from him. So I, I, who knows what, what's going to happen in this one? But I think like an Avengers Endgame type thing is going to happen. I'm thinking, I don't want to call it Avengers Endgame yet because we don't have enough like shows, but like maybe a Captain America Civil War type of scenario. Hmm. I'm thinking where you, you pull in a couple of other guys that we've already been established, but uh, but we'll get. I, I feel like we'll get a we'll get our end game a little later. What, what do you think about uh, people saying and even uh, routine chat talking about how maybe a Han Solo appearance with uh, you know Sh- Shamook uh, working his uh, uh, facial technology to give his Harrison Ford? <laughs> that would be nuts. Uh, it's it's rumored that yeah. that was one of the rumors that that's going around, uh, kind of like Cad Bane, and that one came to fruition. I like. As much as as cool as it is to see Luke, it's the same thing. Like, all right, cool, but also like, let's move on to some other stuff. Like, <laughs> I, I like that we we've moved we've moved on from the Skywalker saga. Um, so I feel like I don't want too much. You got to kind of sparse these things out. You don't want too much of a good thing. We already got Luke in here. You're gonna immediately just gonna give us Han Solo just because it's like you know, you, if you eat too many too much candy, you're gonna get sick. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I like that. Yeah, we, we, we want some more meat, we want some more savory. Like, there's too much dessert here. And and, right. and and that is a critique I have of of what they're doing with Star Wars now because it's supposed to be a galaxy far, far away. And I always said they're treating it like the neighborhood 
far, far away. We see the same characters, the same names. Everyone knows each other. I mean, I mean, heck, in the you know, in, in the in the last episode where uh, where Dane John the Mandalorian was was flying his and uh, one uh, uh, Naboo starfighter above Tatooine, you had these two Republic fighters in their X wings come about, and one of the guys was. Like the same fighter that ran into him in the other episode when they're on. I'm a, fine with that. I mean, they, they, but, all but, in but, the like, same but they are by a completely different planet, like an ice planet. <laughs> I mean, what are strong. the odds that he's there, like on Tatooine in the Outer Rim? What? It's a neighborhood far, far away, and 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 not the galaxy far, far away. I'm like, how is it the same guy? He's like, hmm, your voice sounds familiar. Ever been uh, over a blood? It's just like, hmm, you sound. Uh, it was a Razor Quest that because uh, your voice. I was like, how is it the same guy? Like, stop making it the neighborhood. It's a whole galaxy. So I would love uh, moving forward for for Star Wars if they. I would just my dream is the Old Republic. Thousands of years before any of these characters give us some stories of, of when there was lot with hundreds of Jedi, hundreds of Sith. Let's see some clashes. Let's see some saber battles. Higher, you have great stunt people. You have uh, amazing people. You know the industry. You know, like teach them lightsaber styles, right? Let's get some stunt people who can like give us some amazing. Can we get some saber battles? Is all I'm saying. Can we get some amazing lightsaber work? Can we get some incredible like like stormtroopers wrecking house? Can we see different lightsaber styles? I mean, come on, some nicer Republic stories, some old Republic story. You know, we, we even have where you know the old Republic uh, MMO. They have like you know the Internal Empire, which has nothing to do with the, like the Rebels or the Empire. They're like their own thing who kind of like try to take from both uh, an interesting story about basically like one guy being like a force vampire who's around for like generations. Like you have all these different stories and all this different lore you can pull from. I mean, Boba Fett's fine, but I would love if this was a completely new IP, completely new character. I mean, that's what I kind of liked about the Mandalorian. We didn't know about this guy. Yes, he's a Mando. We've seen them, but we don't know Din Djarin. We don't know where he's going. We don't know what he's doing. It kind of felt like that. So my thing is, uh, I don't know where this is going, but... In the future, I would love it if we got Old Republic. Thousands years before, hundreds of Jedi, hundreds of Sith, some actual lightsaber fights. Let's get it. I mean, I can't believe we have to turn all the way back to the prequels to get good lightsaber fights. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Well, that's all the time we got for this episode. Thank you for listening. And make sure to watch our reviews on YouTube and catch our live show on Twitch. we we'll see you guys later or we'll see you another time.